is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to a special semi-sports edition of the Toddcast. Uh, we are we're making good on our promise for uh, what was intended to be March March Madness. Uh, I had one of the people respond back to me and say that it's April Sadness uh, because the actual basketballs aren't happening. But we're gonna make do with our uh, toys and activities bracket challenge. And here to assist me is the wonderful and fantastic Eric. How you doing this morning, Eric? Hey, I'm doing fantastic this morning. It is um, it is very sad that we didn't actually get to see real people playing basketball, but in, in in essence, I wouldn't have watched it regardless. So I'm very excited about the toys and uh, activities that we'll be talking about today. That 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 makes that makes two of us. This is probably the most invested I've been in a, uh, a bracket situation uh, in in a long time. So um, yeah, I- to give to, to give a look. <laughs> I was going to say, Todd, I think this is more uh, elaborate than most things, not to mention the fact that in a previous episode, you could listen about what we were going to do and that you already started that process. Todd, um, we're talking about, I think there's what, 32, um, we're talking about 32 games and activities, and you didn't just grab the top 32 list of something. Uh, tell everybody exactly what you did to get to this point today with seating and how these are arranged. Sure thing. So, uh, Eric, you actually provided you, you, you did some some uh, some Google foo and provided a list of uh, 100 toys. I believe it was from time. I'll put a link yeah. in the show notes so everyone can can see. Um, and then I did a little bit of auxiliary Googling because I want to get get more than just just the one source and found another site that was uh, had a nice listing of, of, you know, popular toys over the over time. Um, again, you, you, you Google top toys and a, a lot of websites like to do, don't like to just give you a list. They're like, here's yeah. a thing and a paragraph about it in a picture, which makes it very hard to copy paste into an Excel sheet, which is what I was after. So we've got two sources at least, and I can link to both of them, um, threw those in an Excel, um, made note of, I figure any toy that's in both lists is probably, probably, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty important to the discussion. And yeah. uh, we did not want to do a hundred slot bracket because that would be insane. I started by, you know, trying to get it down to the 64 and that was, or yeah. And that was still kind of a lot. So whittled it down to 32 uh, through the magic of Excel uh, or a Google sheet actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and listed them all out. And like I said, made note of any of the ones that, that were on both lists and then through a, uh, a special uh, study group uh, consisting of me, Abby, uh, my brother, you, Eric, uh, and oh. her sister, Sarah, uh, did sort of a quick and dirty sort of in, informal poll, had each of us list off, you know, of this list, what would be your top 10, uh, of this list, what would be your bottom 10, um, there were some on there that, like, some of us had just never heard of, which seems to me should shoot those to the bottom. Um, and then I had everybody mark off toys that they actually had. And I assigned a, assigned a you know, sort of a point scale to all of this, uh, which simultaneously let me cut to the top 32 
and give sort of an initial seeding of those 32, which I then went to a website, I believe it's called Bracket HQ, that lets you build your own brackets. You get a list in seed order and it'll 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 spit out brackets for you. Yeah. So I, uh, I made two 16 count brackets. Uh, two, we, we've got two divisions in today's competition. Uh, one is, are all things that are basically toys, you know, action figures and dolls and trucks and whatnot. And then the other 30, the other uh, 16 are uh, activities, you know, games and sportsy type things and arts and crafts type stuff. So that's, that's how we got our brackets. Um, to the, uh, the blog post, we're explaining this a little bit and you can, you can pull down your own form fillable PDF brackets if you want to play along. So if you want to do that, you can do that. Pause this, fill that bad boy out, come back, and then you can play along. Or you can just listen to us. It's your call. It's your, your portable listening device. Do what you want. That's it. So that gets us to, and we will discuss. Now, Todd and I have previously uh, talked about, like, should we go in-depth, you know, 30 minutes per bracket, per episode, per little standing. And we decided that we probably wouldn't be able to fill a full 30 minutes of Lego versus roller skates. We figured we'd probably only be able to fill about 22 minutes worth. So instead, we're just going to do speed rounds. And if you want to listen to those bonus, um, you know, find us on Patreon somewhere and you can pay $100 a month and you can hear all of that. So um, all kidding aside, Todd, are you ready to discuss the, we're going to start with the activity bracket. I like it. All right. So it was no surprise to me that Lego uh, was the number one seed, and on the other tail end, Play-Doh was the number two seed. So we're going to see if we have any bracket busters and and uh, and so forth. But we're going to start off with Lego versus roller skates. R- roller skates as a 16th seed, um, and Legos handily won. Do you have any yeah. any comments you'd like to make on Legos at this time? Um, it's it's not surprising to me. Um, Lego was was certainly one of my picks. Um. Well, I guess I guess let me take a quick side note and and let everybody know how the bracket finished. Because uh, l- last year with the sports mayhem, we used to talk about my bracket and how I filled out oh, my bracket. Yeah. Um, this year's a little this year's a little different. That, that that's probably important now that I think about it. Because uh, I I filled out my own bracket. I also you know pointed a whole bunch of people to the website and gave them brackets. Said fill, you know fill these out, send these back to me. So the way that the way that these were scored was. Everybody sent in their brackets, and that was sort of the score. So, in 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 the case of this matchup, Lego beat Roller Skates ten to three, because I got 10, 10 responses back picking Lego, and only three for Roller Skates. Okay. So on down the line for the first run, we get into the second round. I look to see who all voted for whichever thing in the second round. So on up towards where we get to the the final championship we'll talk about that when we talk about the championship um but yeah lego is one of my picks uh i don't think it hurt its chances that there is the the lego masters i don't know is that a, it's not really a game show it's not really reality uh, tv yeah. you know what i'm talking about um, sure, yeah. Arnett. um mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen it you should it's it's pretty good stuff uh, I found out apparently there are a couple of uh, seasons of a British version of it out there. Oh, well, that's um, not where they all come from, Todd. It's right. the British show first, and then we Americanize it. That's that's that's, that's fair. Um, 
you know, and and I'd be lying if I didn't say that, you know, Abby and I have been watching that and that might have, you know, had had some impact. But really, you match up Lego versus roller skates and I'm going to take roller skates anytime, really. Um, I mean, both are activities that offer an opportunity for you to injure your foot area. Yeah. One <laughs> is inherent by by not being very dexterous and in, in rolling at odd angles. The other is by, you know, stepping on them in bare feet. But uh, I, 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 I'll go with Lego every time in that matchup. Yeah. That's not surprising. Well, that wasn't very difficult. Now, Atari versus Silly Putty was actually a very close one. And I know for a fact that my daughter was really fighting for Silly Putty almost the whole way around. Where, yeah. on the other hand, my, when uh, we did the bracket, my son, who only has played versions of Atari, not the original, was all about the fact that there was a video game on the bracket. So, uh, right. this was a close one. Uh, Atari won 7-6. to six, And yeah. why do you think Atari pulled ahead? Um, I think a portion of that possibly has to do with the uh, the group that responded back to the to the uh, to the brackets. Um, really, considering this is a toy bracket, there were only three or four children in the list <laughs> who actually responded back. Um, a lot of us are, you know, in our 30s or 40s who remember mm-hmm. the Atari with with fond memories and I think that that helped you know kind of give it the edge yeah next was um Master versus Simon which I with with knowing that I had to explain some of the kids I had to actually explain what these items were but as soon as they knew what they you know they were they were all for it so Viewmaster wins seven to six in another very close match uh Viewmaster over Simon that was kind of a, a surprise to me that actually is a shocking upset considering Viewmaster was a 12 seed. Why, why did Viewmaster beat out Simon? I'm guessing the fun was not in the challenge for Simon. So, uh, oh, very, very robotic Todd is, um, has left. And we're going to skip ahead to playing cards versus Super Soaker. <laughs> so, Todd playing cards um, over Super Soaker. Now, I remember one of my fondest memories was you had a very nice Super Soaker in high school oh, yeah. when I was a, a youth. But uh, playing cards, which is a 13 seed, did dominate Super Soaker 11 to 2. So, this was so far the biggest upset. But it doesn't seem like it should oh, be, yeah. right? It doesn't seem like playing cards should have been a 13 seed. Um, yet, yet. The rankings um, did that. Todd, do you have any comments about a playing card or the last we'll hear of Super Soaker? Um, I mean, personally, I'm not surprised. I, I, I think that the uh, versatility and year-round, both indoor and outdoor use of playing cards is going to help you win out over Super Soaker, personally. Yeah, I mean, it um, seems like Super Soaker is definitely seasonal. Yeah, yeah. All right, Todd, here's one that was... Um, I like to think this was like the smart person matchup. The Rubik's yep. Cube versus Trivial Pursuit. Um, Rubik's Cube just barely won. Um, give me some thoughts on that and or your experience with the Rubik's Cube. Uh, I think the Rubik's Cube wins out on portability, colorfulness, and really at the end of it, simplicity. I mean, I, I think I think it might be different if it were solve actually solving a rubik's cube versus winning a true no i think even winning at trivial pursuit the rubik's cube might still win but like 
you can play with a Rubik's cube and not have to work real hard. I mean, yeah. Trivial Pursuit, you, you gotta think, you gotta know stuff. You you gotta that that's a commitment. I mean, if you want to solve a Rubik's cube, that takes effort. But if you, I mean, or you could just sit there and fidget with it. I mean, it was the fidget spinner yeah. of the '80s, in my opinion. That is that is the soundbite we will use. Todd Frisbee versus Bubble Solution. Frisbee wins eight to five. Bubble Solution uh, got popped. Yeah, yeah. See that, that and that that one actually went uh, went opposite of what what I had in my bracket. Um, Ooh. Yeah. You had I, you I, had I, Bubble Solution going uh, over. Yeah, I I I I'm fond of the the Bubble Solution. Uh, not least was, of which because it's 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 fun for me. I mean, no one should smoke, and certainly not smoke for this reason. But if you you are a smoker, and you've got the bubble solution, you you take a drag, you you blow through the little wand thing, and you have smoke filled bubbles, and when they pop, it's super awesome. Okay. And all right, now we have if, if, <laughs> we do not try this at home, children. All right, let's move on no, before we get. Do not try. Um, do not try this at home. Todd will tell us now what he does with cigarettes, life rights, and fire wraps. Any any clever tricks you need there? <laughs> no, no. I feel I feel when we're dealing with fire wraps and light rights, um, you, you skip past the cigarettes okay. and go straight to the camping. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, that's another one that that was close. Uh, light I think that was beats fire wraps seven to six. Um, and is another one that, that, you know, is an upset for me because I love the heck out of Spirograph. Yeah. I remember playing with your Spirograph. That one, that one seems to me like that is in the, that was probably a difficult decision for anyone that's kind of crafty or like, mm-hmm. you know, because they are very similar. And I imagine the target demographic is a similar age group and, or, uh, but Lightbright just pulled it off. And, yep. um, and then now we have, um, the number two seed Plato. Uh, defeated Operation eight to five, um, and Play-Doh is something that I've been very accustomed to over the last couple uh, months because my three-year-old is all about Play-Doh and mixing oh, yeah. and making that wonderful like puke green, um, yeah. like brownish color from mixing right. them all together. So right. I've seen a lot of that. Right. Any any yeah. memories? Anything you would like to comment about why Play-Doh defeated Operation? I'm surprised that 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 matchup was as close as it was. I kind of figured Play-Doh yeah. would, would just run away with that, but apparently there are a bunch of uh, you know, junior doctors out there who uh, really enjoy you know making that guy's nose light up. Um, I was gonna say, like, does anybody really enjoy playing Operation? I mean, I apparently, apparently five, at least five people, you know, more so than was, Play-Doh. It was Come better on. than Play-Doh. Okay. I, I I don't personally understand it, but hey, you know, I'm not here to All judge. Right. Let we're me just, just, we're just you, reporting results here. You're right. You're right. Now, just the the moment of Play-Doh, the first time you take it out of that canister and it's like yeah. that perfect spiral thing, that's yep. that's like that's moments you can't get back in life. Those are things that yeah. if you could wake up every day and just open a can of Play-Doh. You'd have a fantastic day. That's, All right, that's, so, that's legit. So, Todd, what we're going to do here, instead of going to the other side, we're going to kind of wrap it up until we get to the final four. And that'll keep okay. our mind fresh. Um, and then I'm going to work my way back up. Since we just talked about Play-Doh and Lightbrite, it's fresh in our minds. Lightbrite cool. versus Play-Doh, that's a pretty, um, that's a pretty decent matchup here. Um, yeah. But Play-Doh wins 6-4. to four. Yes, it did, as it should, in my opinion. Uh, again, I, I had both of these things growing up, and I, I enjoyed, enjoyed the Lightbrite. Uh, I think the versatility of the Play-Doh is, is what puts it over the top. 
Yeah, I think I think Lightbrite is um, is not something you can play. like. Really, with Lightbrite, you have the stencils. You know, you have your black uh, whatever. You, basically, the sheet of paper that you put up and then you build on it. But once you've right. done that, essentially, you have to keep reloading and buying new pictures, and or you have to get super creative and create your own thing. So, um, Play-Doh, I, I feel like you can play with Play-Doh as long as you're, you know, putting it back in the, the can. It's, it's going to be good for longer periods of time, and I think it's also had longer lasting power. So, it makes yeah. sense. Uh, it was a close battle. Now, here's one that, um, in this case, is even closer. It's the Frisbee versus Rubik's Cube. And I think these are very polar opposites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One, one, uh, I mean, I guess technically you'd play with both of them out on the quad, but, uh, you know, uh, you can't, you, you can't play golf with a Rubik's Cube. No, 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 you can't do that. Well, I mean, it'd be fun to, dis- to see it, it fly and probably possibly destroy. Not a Rubik's Cube and wanted to keep it intact in any case. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to solve the Rubik's Cube, the easiest way to solve the Rubik's Cube is just indeed take it apart and then put it back together. So that would be one way. Um, it's true. All right, Todd. So this was a hands down playing cards destroyed Viewmaster. Yeah, they one. did. So yeah. although playing cards um, was a low seed, um, it, it went against uh, Viewmaster, which is actually a 12. So both of them were upsets in the first round. But uh, playing cards defeats Viewmaster. Is it? Do you think people don't know what Viewmasters are? Um, I think I think I think that in the younger set, they're 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 maybe not as familiar with the Viewmaster. Uh, but I also know that uh, you know, a lot of the the folks who responded are real big, you know, gamers, and, ah, and playing you. cards are again, you can you can do so many things with playing cards that that. It, it, it's an upset from the seed perspective, but not surprising to me. Yeah. All right. Well, and here's the big matchup. Lego versus Atari. Lego wins seven to three. So we have our number one seed and number two seed advancing here. Do you um, do you agree with that decision? Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love me some Atari. But uh, I, I, you know, I think in keeping with the the theme of the bracket being, you know, toys and activities, your mind tends to put that more towards the younger set and, mm-hmm. and Lego is just, it, it's got to win over the Atari. Yeah. Now here's probably a difficult one for you because now we're moving on to Lego versus playing cards. So I think if we gave you this matchup alone, you'd probably struggle with it. Uh, yeah, this, this is probably the, the heart. Cause I think in my bracket, it did, it did come down to that as well. And and that is a tough one because I do love both things, um, but ultimately I you know I I also went with Lego. Yeah, I mean the 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 fact is Lego, um, which that advances it to the final four. Just as a heads up. Yep. They're 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 not only get they got a kickstart. Number one, it's a fun toy to play with regardless if they were just a yellow, blue, red block, so to speak. But over right. the years, the fact of their licensing has made them even more dynamic and probably even more profitable for that matter because I know for a fact they have a deal with, you know, Disney. And if you want to build right. that castle, I mean, we're talking hundreds. Uh, it might be, you know, close to upwards of many hundreds of dollars. And then I know, oh, from, yeah. you know, the Star Wars, you can build a, you know, Death Star and, and many other things. So that has um, probably enhanced their, and like you said, they even have a television show. And, 
that's not even mentioning movies. So right. that so Lego is a bit of a juggernaut. Um, on the other hand, we go to the other bracket, which is uh, frisbee versus Play-Doh, and Play-Doh defeats frisbee five to two. Yep. You you agree with that as well? A- absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I. Was, I, I re- I remember when Play-Doh was just, you know, four colors. You had you had blue, red, yellow, and white. And that that's still pretty fantastic. You know, even without all the little extruders and toys and, and you know, other accessories. Play-Doh is just awesome. Yeah. So that leads <laughs> you know, us to the final the final four on this side of the bracket, which is the activities, is Lego and Play-Doh, which is not a surprise considering no. they are the highest seeds, the one and the two seeds. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see how they match up, who wins that battle, because I can see that being very, very close. They are both um, similar in terms of, um, I guess, strategy, age group, uh, however you want to talk about it. The fact is you're doing things with your hands and building and playing. So, right. um, so Todd, I think we're going to go ahead to the, uh, which you call like the action figure, doll, toy, I don't, whatever side of the bracket. Um, right. So we're going to we're going to take a break real quick. I'm going to crush some ice and uh, pour some coffee and do our thing. Uh, when we come back, we'll go ahead and start talking about that. Sounds like a plan. And we're back. And as Eric said, we're going to we're going to get into the toys side of the toys and activities bracket with uh, 16 delightful choices on this bad boy. Um, Eric, first matchup, the number one seed Playmobil. Uh, versus the the bottom of the bracket on this one, the 16 seed Care Bear, um, in an I, upset, I, but, yeah, but a pretty close one. Care Bear oh wins my. seven to six. That um, is um, that's a bit crazy to me, don't you think? I, uh, I mean, it is to maybe me. not, maybe not. I don't know. I guess the thing is, I did have to Google and show my kids what Playmobil was, I and think that works against it. Yeah, I mean, it, but the thing is, both of these are kind of products of the 80s, it seems. I mean, Care Bear yeah. has had a little bit of a, um, like, rejuvenance uh, in, I think they had some something on Netflix, maybe. Playmobil actually had a movie, but I don't think it was widely distributed or, or advertised. So. Oh, I did not know that was a thing. So, yeah, I don't even yeah, know no. if it ever came out, but I do know that they actually had, like, an animation-style movie. Um, but I'm not too sure, but that is a bit of an upset to me. That was the... Number one seed, which kind of shows the age of, you know, like you said, we're a bunch of probably kids from the 80s doing this bracket, at least the original, the testing group, which would be the tag team of uh, brothers and sisters of Abby and Todd. All right, so let's let's move to the next, which is I cannot believe Barbie was an eight seed, but Barbie did defeat Slinky seven to five. Um, If you would ask me, I would have thought Barbie was the number one seed. I mean, isn't that the, the toy? Uh, I, young I, I would have I would have figured Barbie would have been way higher than an eight seed on this as well. I I, I, I got to agree with you. Um, but it, it's math. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. You know, and Barbie, it's not like Yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, and and should have. Like I mean, Slinky's all right for about thirty seconds, in my opinion. <laughs> like it. you you do the whole hand to hand little arc thing, and that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, you, you stretch it around, you do a little sine wave action, and then you take it to the stairs, and it gets a stair and a half before it rolls down, ends up in a tangled mess at the bottom of the stairs, and then it's useless. Yeah, so, that's, 
Barbie, <laughs> you can get you can get her to roll all the way down the stairs, and when she's at the bottom, you can still pick her up and play with her. That's all I'm saying. There you go. It passes the stair test. Um, <laughs> Hot Wheels versus American Girl dolls. Now I know your affinity for American Girl dolls, as um, well, by a previous episode do- dedicated to the history and um, all things American Girl. But Hot Wheels wins eight to five. Um, yeah. Defeating American Girl dolls, which makes many many people cry, probably out there. But oh, um, I do think Hot Wheels does have the, I mean, longevity and and probably deserve to win that one. I I would agree. It's it's got it's got the recognition, and uh, you know you some might argue that that is you know an inherently boys toy versus an inherently girls toy. I mean, one of them has girl in the title, but you know, I I don't necessarily hold with those those kind. I mean, anybody can play with little, little toy cars. And if you want to play with dolls, play with dolls. But I think Matchbox, I think I think the Hot Wheels have been around longer and are just more more popular. And I think that's yeah. that's where they win. So we're gonna move to Yo-Yo versus Furby, and I think Furby might be the most recent or newest toy that made our list. Um, I think maybe, um, which is probably also showing why it got defeated eleven to two. Because most of us probably yeah. do not have fond memories of playing with Furby. But on the other hand, my daughter, who has had several Furbies over the years, was, I believe she might even took it that to the final round. But Yo-Yo's defeated uh, Furby pretty pretty hard here. Um, I know someone named Todd was big into Yo-Yo's. You want to give us a brief history or at least set us up for a future episode of the Toddcast? I don't know. Well... As soon as I say I don't know that I've got enough uh, material don't, for a full yeah, episode, somebody will challenge that. me on it. So, yeah. No, no. Well, you're already challenged, uh, so just be aware. Yeah, Next yeah, time, it's just, yeah. you know, we're going to talk about yo-yos here in the future. So uh, let's just put it this way. You like yo-yos, and, now, and then you're going to talk about it here in a future episode for 30 minutes at least. Sure. <laughs> let's do that. All right. So Fisher-Price Little People versus Transformers. Um, tr- little, little People won. I had to look up both for my kids. Even though they knew what little people were, it, oddly enough, they have transformed how they are done uh, in, in the you know modern day. We had little people really? in the house that I didn't even know that were considered little people. Oh, you don't mess with the original, man. I, I, oh, I, they I, did. I, they, they have. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that seems nearly blasphemous to me. But yeah, little, little people like and I love me some Transformers back in yeah. the day. Don't, don't get me wrong. But all in all, you know, with, you know, compiling all of the nostalgia, uh, yeah, little, little people win. And, you know, that, that carried through for a lot of people. I think a lot of us yeah. had those as youngsters and have fond memories of the, the event. Yeah, the um, Transformers was a, a, a ranked third. And it got to yeah. by 14. So it seems like initial polls, a lot of people knew what Transformers were. At least, you know, the four of us um, knew of Transformers and ranked it highly enough to get that ranking. But when push comes to shove, we like are little people more. Yep. Um, I think this next matchup was probably one of the more interesting and probably a difficult decision for many. We have Polly Pocket versus My Little Pony. Talk about yeah. a battle. Um, yeah. I believe uh, our sister Crystal had both of these. That's how I'm aware of Polly Pocket and My yep. Little Ponies. There was definitely tons of those. Um, any any comments, or would you just prefer to do a whole 30 to 40 minute episode on these topics? 
you know, uh, the problem with that is, is I probably have like three or four hours that I could go on about this. And uh, I'm hoping that this reverse psychology will prevent me from having to do <laughs> an episode on this. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that's a tough limit. one. Yo-Yo is your new episode. And we're not allowed to okay. use any of these other ones. That is in the bylaws of the Toddcast podcast contract. That's, that's it. No, you're right. Thank goodness we have you here, rules lawyer Eric. Good, good deal. No, that, that's a close one. I, you know, and could go either way. I personally don't have a real, you know, dog in that fight, so to speak. And I, I, I think I may have been, you know, the tie-breaking vote because who doesn't love a scale model? You know, you know yeah. how I am with miniatures, <laughs> and Polly Pockets are just little, little plastic, you know miniatures so that's there it. you have it that's it all right so here's matchbox cars versus master of the universe which is our he-man toys which is right. very sad that they got defeated first round um obviously you and i were not in charge of this um, no and, and let me let me say matchbox cars and hot wheels both being in the same bracket seem kind of um kind of kind of unique because aren't they the same or very similar or i mean it's brands? the same concept they're, they're both you know little little die cast cars Two two different brands. I, I can't I I could I you know it's embarrassing that I couldn't tell you which manufacturer is responsible for each of those. Mm. But yeah, they're 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 two compete it's it's kinda like the if we had Nintendo and PlayStation in the same bracket. Yeah. Yeah, they're both they're both video systems sort of deal. If you handed me a tiny car and said, Todd, is this a matchbox? Or I'd have to look underneath at the, you yeah. know, the, the printing on the bottom to be able to tell you. But they, they are right. different. Yeah, and you are it right. it does make me sad that they beat Masters of the Universe. I mean, if this, if this was a poll between me and you, Masters of the Universe would have went way higher up the bracket. But, you know, oh, you start yeah. involving, wow. you know, other people That's and it. what they recognize and remember and love. And, you know, there you, there you go. Yeah, no, I get you. So, well, we do get our redemption because in the final matchup, it's honestly like the best first round matchup of all time. It is G.I. Joe versus Star Wars, like the Kenner toys, um, right. which I don't know how. I mean, probably G.I. Joe wasn't as prevalent when you were a kid or at least wasn't made in that same format. But by the time the 90s rolled around and I was playing with your Star Wars toys, G.I. Joe's and Star Wars were pretty much um, within the same box and they were all within their own battles. Uh, together so oh, yeah like there was many times where i had uh, them fighting with and against each other because they were the same scale size unlike oh, yeah. men which you know were like you know more size of my wrestlers so right the star wars action figures uh which you know if you don't have know the history of those look it up it is a very fascinating um story they defeated the gi joes and um advanced to the next round now i think I think the initial or one of the initial podcasts actually goes into description of you with some of those toys. Am I correct? Uh, the the first, well, I mean, the first episode is just me going, hey, hi, it's a podcast. Join us. And there's not much meat to that one. But the second one is me doing an audio test and sort of filibuster situation. And I, it, it's been forever, but I seem to ramble on at length. Star Wars definitely comes into play, and it would be it would be a a rare Star Wars rambling by Todd if the toys did not get at least some sort of mention, because uh, I can I can definitely go on and on and on about that stuff. So well, 
unfortunately, Star Wars action figures could not go on. They did not defeat the Matchbox cars in the second round, which is a super upset. It is a seven yeah. seed beating a two seed. Obviously, Todd and I did not have our way uh, because, no. in my opinion, there's there's no doubt that the Star Wars likeness and characters defeat a Matchbox cars, but um, that was not how everyone else felt. Do you have any strong opinions, comments about the Matchbox cars running over our Star Wars figures? I mean, I have strong opinions, but not not that you know help this situation. It is the the people have spoken. And I think that that probably plays a role in it. Uh, You know, you and I clearly have, you know, major affinity for Star Wars. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily shared across the entire spectrum of the the voting public. And again, matchbox cars, you'd be hard pressed in America to get anyone who couldn't tell you what a matchbox car was. You know, as shocking as it sometimes is to me, there are people who have not seen Star Wars. So that that is uh, that is shocking. All right, yeah. so Fisher-Price versus Polly Pocket. Fisher-Price, the little people have a huge upset, or maybe not. I mean, we're talking about different variations of little. Uh, we have right. little people defeating the Polly Pocket um, in, in a wonderful battle. Any thoughts? I, I agree. I think it makes sense. I think, I think that, uh, you know, I think Fisher-Price little people are, are a little more universal been the poly pockets they've, they've been around longer they're they're kind of you know geared towards all children whereas poly pockets are maybe marketed a little heavier towards the the, the young ladies um so that doesn't really yeah. surprise me all right so this is car culture here and we can tell uh by hot wheels defeating the yo-yo um another sad loss this has not been a very happy bracket for uh young todd or uh middle-aged todd or whatever todd um Unless, of course, you feel the Hot Wheels defeated yo I mean, in your bracket, would you have Hot Wheels defeated yo No, no. Yo-Yo went very high up in my bracket. Like, my bracket got busted pretty quickly once exposed to the public. Yeah. understand. Yeah. All right. And I don't think this was much of an upset or much of a shocker. Barbie defeats Care Bears. I think much to what you've talked about before, Barbie is kind of more universally known. Um, any, any general thoughts on why Barbie would beat Care Bears? I think, I think that in a fashion show, Barbie wins against Care Bears. Yeah. I think in a grudge match, the Care Bears would have taken it, but this, this is neither. This is a popularity contest. And so Uh, again, Barbie, Barbie takes it. Popular Barbie, uh, comes off the shelves and moves up to against Hot Wheels. So I think this is actually a very, very interesting, um, battle here because Barbie versus Hot Hot Wheels is, I mean, I don't know if you can get more um, more gender biased or, or in a sense, you're, you're going to, I mean, it's very easy to say it's a girls versus boys thing here, especially of the youth. I know that's not right. completely politically correct, but let's face it, that's kind of how most people would view this. Hot Wheels pulls it off with a four to three, um, yeah. which I think is an upset. I personally had I, I agree. in my uh, Barbie might have made it to my finals. I'll have to look. I just don't. I don't know how you defeat her in terms of her popularity and so forth. But the Hot Wheels came through. Yeah. No, I think I think in mind the 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 change on this one is that instead of Hot Wheels, the yo-yo went higher. But I think even looking at that, I mean, I personally would have picked the the, the yo-yo over Barbie. But I think on my bracket, I, I still went with Barbie because it is oh, yeah. you know, the more iconic. 
sort of a sort of a situation. Yeah, I mean, now granted, it's the Hot Wheels. I mean, I had this really cool looking car that was actually a shark. So I mean, I understand if that is the version of Hot Wheels going in. Um, but you know, I guess it's the collective. Todd, this yeah. might be this might have been like the biggest bracket buster for me or the craziest thing. Fisher Price Little People defeat Matchbox Cars, but Barbie could not defeat Hot Wheels. So yeah, I, that that's insane to me. But nonetheless, Little People um, moved on and are in the final four, and and what I would call a Cinderella story. No, yeah, I, I I would agree. Uh, you know, the, the, I mean, because the Little People were a 14 seed on this bracket, Absolutely. you know, and they, they, they made it to the final four and that, that's, that's impressive. I, I, I think if you got to give it to you. Yeah. If you would have asked me to name 32 toys, I don't know if I would have put little people on the list. That's how like overlooked they are. But yet when you, when push comes to shove and you put the little people, you know, if you look at it right now, they defeated transformers, Polly pocket, Matchbox cars, and they're going to be going against hot wheels, which is, which is funny because if they defeated Matchbox Cars, this is the true test to see um, if Hot Wheels is better than Matchbox Cars. Fair you know, point. Just, so if Hot Wheels can pull off the victory here, then we know for a fact by proxy that Hot Wheels is better than Matchbox. Um, Todd, we have our final four, and I think we're going to take a break. Let me just wrap, recap the final four real quick. We have Lego, a number one seed, versus Play-Doh, a number two seed. All right, and that's in the activity side. And then we have in the to- general action figure doll side, or just toys general. We have a five seed in Hot Wheels going against a 14 seed in Fisher Price. So with that being said, uh, we're going to take another short break. When we come back, we'll talk about the final matchups and give some lasting thoughts and impressions. Cool. All right, the final four. So uh... um, Lego and Play-Doh. Lego defeats Play-Doh five to one in totals. Um, I'm not surprised that Lego, the number one seed, defeated Play-Doh. What are your overall thoughts? Is this how you you would have voted? This this is not only how I would have voted, but this is how this leg of the bracket went for me. Um, and pretty much from the time that I, I saw, you know, and I, I assure you, I did not fix it to be this way. But, you know, based on the initial math and how the, the seeding went, I kind of figured this bracket was going to come down to Lego versus Play-Doh. And and I was going to have Lego take this leg of the bracket. So this this is not surprising to me. This is this is pretty pretty on par with my expectations. Yeah, I think it's honestly the exact same way I went with it too. I think Lego uh, kind of trampled the competition here. Although there were some tough fights. Let's face it, Lego going into the finals now defeated roller skates, which I know my wife had very high. I think my wife even had roller skates winning the whole darn thing. Uh, it defeated Atari. It defeated playing cards. And it defeated Play-Doh. That is one heck of a um, matchup. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. So Lego is in the finals. Now we go down to Hot Wheels versus the Little People. The Little People, um, in a surprising, shocking uh, upset, defeated not only Matchbox cars around before, but Hot Wheels, and makes it into the finals. The Little People are better than the cars. Let's Todd discuss. I, I, I agree. I mean, at, on this particular leg of the bracket, I, I, my bracket got busted way early on. Um, so this is not, this is not a matchup I would have imagined we have got, we would have gotten to. Um, but you know, if you objectively looked at me out of the blue and said, Hey Todd, which is better Fisher price, little people or hot wheels, 
I'd, I'd ask you, what the heck is that question coming from? That was random. Uh, but I think I probably would have went with, with the little people. Again, there, there's just more you can do with them. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and I had the Hot Wheels and the Matchboxes and all that. I used to, you know, dig little dirt trails in the backyard and race them around and all that. But little people are just better, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think the, and the best part about little people, I think most people had the parking garage with the little yeah. people. So, I yep. mean, like, little people had their own version of a car, too. So, I guess it's the best of both worlds. You can get the little policeman with the circular butt, put him right in his little car, have him go park, you know, all that fun stuff. So, yep. Todd, we have a, a matchup, which I, unfortunately, like, don't believe this is going to be as close as many would think. It is Lego versus little people. And yep. uh, this is a mathematical toss-up um, because of certain scenarios. It was... You, I guess you can explain how we're going to decide the final here. Yeah. So I guess what I guess first I have to own up that when I created these brackets, because I created them as two separate 32 item brackets, they all go to the winner of the bracket. But I didn't really give a space for people to say of your, you know, choose the champion. There were kind of like two winners. And like some people figured that out. And like of these two, this is what I want to win. Others, you know did not um and so up to this point i've been just going round by round how many how many votes they got in that round um but i didn't really have that for this one so instead what i did is i went back and and it, it's based off total bracket votes throughout the like it's a, a cumulative total sort of a, a you know best of schedule kind of thing mm-hmm. I, I, i'm led to believe that's a thing i'm probably not on the math on it right but whatever uh, so went back through everybody's brackets and anytime little people advanced, got a tick mark, did the mm-hmm. same thing for Lego. And, you know, ultimately in doing that, the little people got a cumulative total of 20 votes or advancements across the population for Lego. It was 27. So Lego is the April sadness, 2020 toy and activity challenge challenge winner champion victor over all other lesser toys that is um that is fantastic um i believe todd who did you have win your bracket uh that that would have been that would have been lego like when it's all said and done lego 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 wins for me Um, yeah i um same here same here i think i lego defeating barbie in the final um and it sounds to me like you had lego who do you have lego defeating in the in the lower half uh star wars yo yo all star yeah star wars was tough that was a really difficult one for me to um shoot down but um yeah i don't think anybody can argue the fact that lego is by far if not the best toy in our in our estimation but it has to be on everybody's top five and the fact that they're continuously i mean lego has their own theme park for Christ's sake so oh yeah um it would be interesting to see if there is a toy that can come out that can uh, defeat them in some other type of bracket. But um, I'm pleased, and I think that the people got this one right. A couple upsets, yeah. a couple couple weird, weird, uh, shocking things here. But I think if you, you maxed this out and had the entire country vote, I think it would pre- be pretty similar. I think this was a great sample size. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it worked out well. So I just want to give out a, a shout-out to everyone who did participate. Um, thank you, and, uh, you know, Maybe we'll do some more of these. Um, you know, hopefully next by next March, 
we actually have sports ball happening again, and we can yeah. revert to, uh, you know, other ridiculous ways to not talk about basketball. Uh, this is an unfortunate circumstance to not talk about basketball, but we're, you know, did the best we could with what we've got, and maybe, maybe we'll do this again. Um, so thank you, everyone who participated. Um, Eric, thank you for, for playing along. Um, hey, thank anything, you for the activity. Anything you want to uh, plug or chat about before we wrap this up? No, you know, as always, Todd, if you, um, one thing that wasn't on the list was uh, coloring crayons and uh, coloring books. So, um, Todd, wh- where should we go if we want to um, color? Uh, well, what you'd want to do is go to colorYourOwnAdventure.com, free of charge. Any number of coloring pages you can, you can print out and enjoy there at home. Highly recommend that. And I think that's, that's a great way to end this bracket and uh, declare the Lego the champion. And, um, and I, appreciate, uh, I appreciate you having me on, Todd. Good deal. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast.